Welcome. I'm recording this meditation on September 11th. And I have a story about September 11th that I like to come back to each year. When I lived in New York City, I did something every American must do. I visited the 9-11 Memorial. If you speak in the language of history, this was a turning point. As one person described, 9-11 happened in our life and therefore it's our catastrophe. In the future, it will be a catastrophe, but it is still ours. So if you have a U.S. passport, this memorial was created for you. And if you speak in the language of energy, the 3,000 souls lost on 9-11 are stirring amidst this stone and steel cathedral. Being there, you are both haunted and transfixed, and energy moves you to stand tall, to be quiet, to pay attention. I'll skip 99% of what lies in the memorial. You need to see it for yourself. But there is one part I have to share. It's not for the faint of heart, but it will wake you up today. And if it can awaken just one of you, it's worth sharing. In a small alcove of the memorial, there is a section about those people who, overwhelmed with heat and smoke, jumped or fell from the Twin Towers. James Gilroy a distraught bystander on that fateful morning, described one woman in the moments before she jumped. Quote, She had a business suit on, her hair all askew. This woman stood there for what seemed like minutes, and then she held down her skirt and jumped off the ledge. I thought, how human, how modest, to hold down her skirt before she jumped. I could not look anymore. Just to think of this woman who came to her final moment, horror racing through, ramshackling her memories of her family and friends, shattering the windows of her reality, and then, even then, she did it with dignity. Even then, she found the grace and repose to stand tall, to hold down her skirt as she jumped. If she can find such dignity, while staring over the edge of life 1,300 feet above the ground, how can we not do it too? We have our lives and for that we are blessed. This is a stark reminder to anyone out there who's crumpled up in a ball of stress or anxiety or fear. Let's honor that lady who found the dignity and strength to hold down her skirt before she jumped. Today, Stand taller, be kinder, live deeper. And when I used to live in New York City, I'd take these long walks and I would notice, and maybe you have noticed on your trips there, almost every fire station has a plaque with the names displayed of those who were lost from that fire station on 9-11. So obviously 9-11 is deeply embedded in the psyche of the city. And I remember one evening I was walking with somebody from Europe and he said, there are so many American flags all over this city. Why the need to display all these American flags? And a New Yorker very quickly asserted that a lot of souls were lost on 9-11 and this is how we honor them. 
And I think days like 9-11 remind us that life is so precious and fragile and fleeting. And yet so many days are wasted and forgotten. At least once a day, maybe in your meditation, can you amplify the significance of life, the gift of life? So on one of my New York City walks, do a lot of walking there, there was these people who would sell books on the street. Interesting, enlightening, amazing books. And one time I picked up a copy of the book Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind by Suzuki Roshi. Suzuki Roshi taught a very different kind of meditation. If you were meditating with him and you nodded off in the room, he would hit you with a stick to bring you back to the moment. Obviously, that's not how you and I operate, but sometimes we need that, especially when we're remembering 9-11. Wake up. Suzuki Roshi said, Usually, without being aware of it, we try to change something other than ourselves. We try to order things outside us. But it is impossible to organize things if you yourself are not in order. You are the boss. When the boss is sleeping, everyone is sleeping. When the boss does something right, everyone will do everything right and at the right time. That is the secret. Point being, when you meditate, be the boss. Wake up, sit up, shoulders back, heart open. Suzuki Roshi continued, When you do something, you should do it with your whole body and mind. You should be concentrated on what you do. You should do it completely, like a good bonfire. You should not be a smoky fire. You should burn yourself completely. If you do not burn yourself completely, a trace of yourself will be left in what you do. You will have something remaining which is not completely burned out. Zen is acting in a way where you are completely committed. Put your whole self in. Take a moment to get more comfortable. This is a meditation in respect for life. With every breath, respect, appreciation, wholeheartedness. Let's make that our centering thought. Wholeheartedness. I like that word. For a few minutes, I will leave you to relax, to breathe, to meditate. If your mind wanders, sit up straight. Whole heartedness. I often tell you there are no rules here but a Zen master like Suzuki Roshi might whack me with his stick because sometimes we need that wake-up call. 9-11 is one of those times. If that lady could stand at the edge of life and death and have the dignity to pull down her skirt, can you and I rise to the occasion that is today?
Make it count. Respect. Appreciation. Wholeheartedness. Peace.